0: Welcome to Switchfoot Song Stories, a fan-run and operated podcast, not affiliated with Switchfoot. Welcome to another episode, everybody. It's good to be with you. My guest this week is Lena and Lee from the band Lena and the Lions. Thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you so much for having us, Sila. It's awesome.
0: I was trying to think of how to exactly describe the band sound but you've got a wide range of sounds and influence alternative pop synth uh, a newer cindy lopper feel or churches or you know some 80s with a newer vibe um how would you describe your own band sound
2: <laughs> all of that
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a
2: pretty good stuff
0: yeah <laughs>
1: so i think a alternative would be the best to describe it because like you said there's so many influences and we um we don't get picky in the studio. We just like let it all in, Mm -hmm. you know, if we feel it, if we hear it, we, we try and have like a childlike mentality in the studio where, you know, like kids get excited about certain things and then just go for it. Mm -hmm. We kind of just channel, channel, you know, our our childhood days and whatever excites us, we just throw it in and, um, and we feel it and we feel like it's, it's honestly what we believe in. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, that's I think how we ended up with, with our sound. Yeah. Do you think Lee? Anything?
2: Yeah, yeah, you're right. We just we just kind of go with it, and some things will line up with with trends. Mm. Kind of the the 80s thing. Um, I think you know a lot of people are doing, and there's there's culturally a lot of 80s throwback. So I think as as soon as a you know as soon as a band dips into using synths or anything like that with with or electric drum sounds, it's it's mm. going to just marry up with that trend. And so I think there's been a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we're influenced by a lot of other stuff, some kind of punk bands, kind of old punk and also kind of like Green Day, kind of modern punk and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but we love pop music deep down and, of course, Switchfoot is a sure. is a huge influence as well. So we yeah, mix a lot of genres and yeah. they, they kind of, I mean, I suppose they're rock and roll, but they, they definitely weave in and out of, of um, classic rock and roll into more pop. and
0: For sure. Yeah. Uh, tell me about your musical journey. Where did it all begin? And then what kind of led up to starting this band years ago?
1: Sure. So me and, me and Lee met when we were teenagers. And we started we started a band and we were, we were, like, we were like 18, 17, 18. And... What was it called? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You're going to make us tell you. <laughs> it was called Siren. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know where it came from. I just I just thought it's a cool name. Uh, it didn't last long because we were we were young and we, we didn't really know what we didn't kind of feel it at the time. I suppose our heads were all over. Then we uh, we started music together and um and I think we just had a bit of a time out where we were a bit lost in our ways and didn't kind of have any sense of direction in terms of what we really want in life. You know, we did different jobs and that kind of thing. And then funnily enough, um, lockdown happened and Switchfoot came back into our lives somehow. And, um, and yeah, it kind of gave us, we, we felt, we felt how what they were doing had a great cause and it was music has such a wide purpose, you know, the way they do things and the connection with the audience and their fans kind of reignited our love for what what we truly love to do and you know at lockdown times I think everybody kind of have a, had a bit of a wake-up call mm-hmm. you know? and, and we sure had that so I, I've been writing daily since being a teenager I, I don't ever stop writing music and I finally had the courage um, to kind of say to Lee do you know what can we please record the music and start start a band because it's what I really Feel like I should be doing with my life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so we went through the, the songbook. A few songs were written at the time and, and we got in the studio and we, um, it was, it was a studio that we rented at the time. Um, it was just me and Lee in there and we recorded second nature, which is our mm-hmm. first album. And that's kind of how it came to happen. Love it. <laughs>
0: Thank you. You know, one, one of the cool things about, being a Switchfoot fan is the community of fans and also the other musicians that I've been introduced to. So I mean, some of my favorite bands to this day are bands that either toured with Switchfoot or they tweeted about them or something like that. Um, Paper Out is one that comes to mind. Um, and this is how I was introduced to you. Uh, you did a cover of the Switchfoot song, All I Need, and I think it was John that uh, retweeted it. And so then I looked you up and then I saw the full version uh, of the song that was posted, um, you, you all did a great job on that cover, uh, and so that, that's a song that we're talking about today. You've done a lot of covers over the years. What led you to want to cover that particular song?
1: It's, I think that song is absolutely amazing in that it can catch you at different points in life. I believe that switchfoot music just show up when you need it the most, you know. And with that song, if you're having a good time and you're feeling uplifted. It feeds into that, you know, all I need is the air I breathe and, and you feel like you're indulging in gratitude and hope and love, but if you're not in a great place, it can soothe you and remind you of what's important and what's good. And at the time, um, it was where the light shines through the album come out and, um, I was listening to it for, listening to it for the first time and all I need come on and, i needed to hear that song at the time i Mm -hmm. I needed to be reminded um of that there's greater things out there you know so and it came into my life in that way and all i wanted to do was sing it (laughs) because it was like a lullaby it was soothing and i remember at the time we were in like a warehouse area that's where i recorded the song and the acoustics were quite nice it was a lot of reverb and i just grabbed the acoustic guitar and I thought, you know, I'm actually not a guitarist. I play play a few chords, you know, and thankfully that song doesn't have that many chords, so it was okay for me to blag, and and yeah, I just I just wanted to hear it ringing out. Uh, I just felt like I had to sing it,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and that's how um, that's how I felt about it. I felt like it, I need to sing that anthem, yeah, which is, which is what John writes. You know, he he writes anthems. Wasn't
2: mm-hmm. the warehouse. The job you later quit as well yeah that
1: that <laughs> yeah that's kind of that was kind of the job that um that i kind of i want to say fooled myself into believing that that's what i need to do rather than you know being brave and going for my dreams but but switch again switchfoot switchfoot are the band that make me believe in myself hmm. and make me believe that i can make it happen because as you know their journey's been a rocky one mm-hmm. and they Hope they give out is is something special, and yeah. they really instilled hope in us. And we actually base our entire model of the band on what they do. You know, like all the the live stream stuff they did in a cave and a mm-hmm. hot air balloon. We look at that and think this is this is what you know. This is what we should aspire to, you know. But that kind of bringing a community together, mm-hmm. and having your bands in a cave. I mean, <laughs> how cool is that?
0: Yeah. The- the the things they think up is just incredible with like each album cycle, you know, and they they talk about like, what are we going to dream up this time? Do we still believe this? And like, what's something new, like a, a new uh, adventure that we can take the next cycle? So it's always fun to see what they're cooking up next. And um, I love what you said, too, in the uh, original tweet of this. Um, I'll uh, recall, uh, see if you remember writing these words a couple years ago. Uh, You you said that these words moved me in a way that felt uneasy. John Foreman dares you with his lyrics to the enlightened. It's a sigh of celebration. But to some, the hope burns like sunlight after years of being inside. Uh, And then on Instagram, you said, I didn't understand the song because I wasn't living that way. All I need, all I need, dressed up in the charming, swaying melody is a message that is quite absolute in its resolve. Uh, and then you also thank Switchfoot for their constant inspiration and how uh, The Beautiful Letdown is one of your favorite albums.
1: That's awesome. That got me a bit emotional then. i was <laughs> just <express. laughs> It's amazing how when you're in a moment, you can mm-hmm. write things like this. If you asked me to write that now, I probably won't be able to say those exact words mm-hmm. because I was in a particular place at the time. And that was like, was that like 17, 18? When was that? I think it was like twenty eighteen. I, I. am not
0: sure. Yeah, I yeah, I didn't recall yeah. the year of that.
1: So that was yeah. that was a few years ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean that that album again, uh, where the light shines through. You just we listened and listened to it, I and mean, Live It Well was on that album. Mm-hmm. And which um, is one that um, won't let you go. You know, that's another great song. Yeah. So it, that's a great. I mean. We go to switch for albums they're all great albums it's, it's so hard to say this is the best one because mm-hmm. each one has got a gem and like a wake-up call somehow
0: yeah 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 it's really fun you know this podcast you know we're um coming up on i think 30 episodes or so and everybody we talk to is just like oh this album or this song or this and every time it's like it just you know this lyric or this melody this message means so much to me it's just really cool to see the wide wide range of uh you know inspiration um, and gratitude uh, for those guys um you've kind of touched on it but my next question was why do you think you know this band has had such an influence on you and so many others like what is it about them that outside of their uh advantageous uh ability um (laughs) what else uh for their influence you think
1: for me, I'm sure it might be different for you, Lee, because they came into our lives at different points. But for me it's their um, the the way they they keep the hope alive for us, the listener. It feels like, you know, they, they sing about struggle, but they also sing about growth, about mm-hmm. how to get through the struggle and come out of the other side about seeing the light even through the darkness you know the light the light the the light is where the i can't say it now
0: the wound, <laughs> the wound is where the light, is where the light yeah. so, here
1: we go and the shadow proves the sunshine mm-hmm. so um that that kind of message that they have really spoke to me personally because i believe that we all have dark times and we all have struggles and rather than letting yourself sink into them which is quite easy to do yeah um, you, you look for the light and you run towards it and they kind of they kind of really spoke to me with that kind of message personally and as it's people <laughs> that they feel like they they're always smiling on stage they' are always happy to be there the, mm-hmm. the live shows that it feels like a party in your front room you know and, and I, lo- I love that vibe about them
2: yeah I yeah yeah i mean i agree with all that so i suppose to to add to that from a from a musical perspective um i think early switch for discovering them when um, when i was younger <clears throat> Their earlier stuff is um it's a lot busier it's a lot in many ways it's messier in, i'm sure intentionally but um it, it's there's just a lot more going on um a lot more color changes a lot more uh, little details. I think I remember hearing John talk about that when they did, uh, which album was it that they did? the? I think it was the anniversary of Learning to Breathe and they did it on a live stream. And mm-hmm. I remember they were all commenting on like, why did we put this in and that in? And there's just <laughs> so many layers and parts and things like that. Uh, which is interesting because you think it's almost, if you weren't a musician, you think it'd almost go the other way around. You'd think as you got more and more capable and went through your career, you'd be building bigger and bigger masterpieces. Um, and it just goes to show they're a band that if anything they've refined their ideas um, and I'm, I'm not exactly the best authority on, on lyrics um, I'm not even great with my own band's lyrics so <laughs> uh, but I, I would almost say that the lyrics have kind of moved in the same way so in that with, with John early on in on the early albums it sounded like it was a lot of questioning it was almost like a lot of seeking just a lot of a lot of stories that didn't necessarily end they, did, mm-hmm. they didn't really go anywhere or develop they'd just be like an explanation which i think when you're young and you're hearing those things that's kind of almost more relatable because the answers are always there even when you're you know when you're going through a problem and especially when you're young the answers are there there's 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 the advice is bouncing around the world and there's and um, but if you're not ready to see it, there's no point in it being said to you. So, But then I think as the switch for audiences has, has matured with them and moved with them, mm-hmm. John's become more refined. I'm sure he's found answers in himself. Now his lyrics are, you know, with things like All I Need, I think mm-hmm. I remember with, with Lena, with the thing you mentioned in the tweet, the thing I picked up from that that Lena was maybe saying at the time or maybe not, but um, was that it's almost it's very absolute. In the way that it's it's worded, all I need, you know, it's yeah. it's 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 not most of what I need. Or maybe maybe I can mm-hmm. just buy with this. It's all. It's it's absolutely definitive mm-hmm. to the point where I almost wouldn't think, I almost couldn't see him writing that on the first couple of albums, you know, because mm-hmm. that would have been far too confident, you know, far too um, enlightened, which I'm sure you know, without without knowing the guy, I'm I'm sure John would probably say, Yeah, that's that's the case. He was a young guy, especially hurled into the music industry at a, a young age, I'm sure I'm sure mm-hmm. he had many more questions than he did answers. And so sure. so yeah. yeah, so I think Switchfoot can can meet people at different points on the journey and um and yeah.
1: They also just feel like a beacon of hope, to be honest. They just feel mm-hmm. lit when you look at them it just feels like there's a giant halo around them. <laughs> and the they just, they're, they make, I mean, when we see them live, you're just so happy on the inside to be in the same room with them. Um, and I've got to say from, I've been to see many bands in, you know, in my time and Switchfoot's audience are the nicest people on mm-hmm. the Like we, we met so many people when we we're there and everyone's so polite and kind and sweet. And and it makes the atmosphere wonderful. Yeah. Really-
0: yeah, absolutely agree with you. It's an incredible community. I was thinking, too, that we had mentioned when the light shines through. So all I need um, was actually on Native Tongue right after where the light shines through. Um, but but I think I know. So when you were saying that, I was like, oh, yeah, because I thought it was on that album, too. And I think one of the reasons why, because one of my next questions there's a line in the song All I Need where he talks about something that he had said throughout the entire Where the Light Shines Through cycle, which is a pretty cool pretty cool um, thing here. There's a line where he says, there's a place down by the ocean where I take my mixed emotions. Yeah, and correct. that entire album cycle, Where the Light Shines Through, um, <laughs> it, every interview, he said, I'd go down by this rock, down by the ocean. So I, I almost wonder if that song was written for the previous cycle because they got a lot of songs that, you know, stood, you know, was waiting until like future albums. There's like a whole list of them. Um, and so that, you know, that lyric I love just because like the meaning of like having this place where you go to think, ponder, you know, just imagine him with his contemplative mind sitting there at the ocean and just thinking and keeping lyrics and all this stuff. And then another one of my favorite lyrics is I'm ready to run where the ocean meets the sky. Absolutely love that lyric so i guess a couple questions do you have any other favorite lyrics from the song and also do you have a place maybe it's not a rock by the ocean but do you have a place that you go that where you think and write and all that good stuff
1: um yes to both that the when you said this, another line from the song um i think they tell me love do you believe in me yeah and it's kind of it makes me think about how you know how i measure up how rather than me thinking about you know What's the world to me? What's love to me? Mm-hmm. You know, God to me is so what am I? What am I to to the world? And, mm-hmm. what am I? Yeah. and that's kind of, that's another beautiful line. Um, I like the questioning. It's it gets you thinking and it gets you um, meditating on particular ways of, mm-hmm. of living. So I really dig that line. And the next line is, oh, wait, hang on, where I go to think, that's it, where I go to think. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's usually in the studio in in the tightest oh. corner. <laughs> in the tightest corner, I corner myself completely. And um, it's usually by the piano, even if I'm not using it. Uh, I just kinda corner myself there and I have to be alone, completely alone. Um, mm-hmm. and I just surrender to it and let whatever comes come into, you know, come into my mind, come into my heart. Yeah. And I try my best to sing it out
0: love it. Thank you. <laughs> so one thing we do on the show is we'll, I'll pull up some old quotes of from John about the song. Mm-hmm. And this one was a doozy as usual. Um, <laughs> and I actually can't remember if this was in an interview or if he, if he just wrote it out uh, about the song, but he said these words, he said, not every day is always filled with hope on my darker days. I read about the latest atrocity and I have a hard time believing in goodness, but then I look up at the stars or into my infant's eyes and I'm reminded of a much larger story than myself. I'm reminded of how small I am and how even my own perspective is limited. I laugh out loud as a thought comes into my head. What I believe about things like my creator, wrong or right, means infinitely less than what my creator thinks of me. In this perspective, the meaning of life no longer hangs on the question. Do I believe in love? Do I believe in a God of love? The question is this. Tell me, love, do you believe in me? So, yeah, I think that was from a blog post about the song. But, I mean, there's a lot. There's like, man, you could take any of the 12, 13 lines and, uh, you know, write a whole poem or a, yeah. a whole I mean, thought on it. So Yeah, I mean, the line, the first two lines,
1: when sometimes I feel so small, like an mm-hmm. picture of people, it's... It's beautiful, really. Yeah. Like it, gets, it gets grabs you immediately. Because um, what I think to feel like, you know, just feel like a, like a picture, <laughs> like a thing, not, not, you know, something that's not even alive, just just a material thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. His lyrics are outstanding. He's, he's, he's definitely got away with, with words.
0: Yeah. It's always good, I think, to reflect on, you know, things that matter the most in life. Like a lot of times... You know, we get caught up on, you know, certain stresses or uh, what we have or what we don't have or, you know, fear of the future, those kind of things. But mm-hmm. like Switchfoot's simple conclusion here is like all I need is the air I'm breathing and the time we share, the ground beneath my feet and the love that I believe in. Like that's uh, we, we've we mentioned many times on this show how they can take something complex, turn it into kind of a simple message, but still words that we couldn't think of, you know, like they put it all together and package it. And I think, you know, yeah. sometimes we just need that simple reflection, you know?
1: Yeah. I felt the same way when, you know, because um, some of our friends and musicians around us um, aren't necessarily that big of fans and <clears> all <throat> trying to convert them for years. Like, you need to listen to more Switchbook. <laughs> and I think it's because they, they can't quite understand how a band can sing life is short. I want to live it well. And make mm-hmm. it work. We really do like the fact that they can sing a line like that,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and it and it be perfect. Yep. You know, absolutely. And I love it. I love that. See, that's brave writing for me. That's mm-hmm. brave songwriting to say it simply put, exactly to the point, and let it work. Mm-hmm. I think beautiful songwriting. Yeah. How hoping to be that brave they've inspired me actually the first song i wrote from our album second nature is called this fire and live it well actually inspired me to write this fire in in terms of being honest you know just say it how it is because usually i write a lot about about things that are happening around me and my um and my kind of Way of empathizing with other people and what I think about situations, and Mm -hmm. I don't tend to write about what I'm going through personally. Uh, And this fire was the first song I wrote where I just thought, you know, what would John do right now? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I just thought he'd be truly honest and he'll just go for it. Yeah, that's where I got the kind of brave heart and and just went for it. And Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful to have Switchfoot in my life. Yeah. have them, you know, guide me in a way to, to be the musician I am
0: today. So. Yeah, and that that song off of uh, Fading West, say it like you mean it, right? Say it yeah. like you mean it.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. So what would be the dream? Let's say you had a chance to tour with Switchfoot. They pulled you up on stage, closing song of the night. You're singing a song together. What song is it? Any song from their catalog that... It's like this this awesome moment. I know it's hard. They got hundreds.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's. I can't choose. I really don't know. <laughs> Augustine's one of my favorites. Oh yeah, that's. been a really old school. Yeah. Great. Yeah, it's got such great energy.
2: Is that because we want to sing it, or you just want to hear them play it? I just yeah, <laughs> can play you it. Just want to, so... You just want it. So that it's in the setlist. <laughs> yeah.
1: I remember when uh, we did a we did the meet and greet with them after in B Church Day Out when they toured in uh, twenty seventeen, and I actually said he he said Do you want to hear anything you know today anything particular you know I said Augustine he was like oh yeah I'm like yeah and I thought he was gonna play it <laughs> he sounded <laughs> like he was gonna so um I think it might be if the house burns down tonight yeah yeah I love the energy in that um in that song and yeah. There's, there's a line where um, oh, see if I can get it right about look it's a line about looking back to the rearview mirror and mm-hmm. saying i never seen things any clearer oh I love that line mm-hmm. basically just yeah yeah I mean it's a, it's a beautiful song although I know it was written about the fires um, and I can't remember exactly which ones but he, did, he does talk about it when they play live yeah um,
2: yeah we might not be that up on the on the event on the US new cycle
1: there but yeah but you know he always addresses things that are happening around him and things mm-hmm. that, um move him i suppose and especially the chaos yeah and, and yeah i think that song is again it's a beacon of hope in a time of darkness
3: mm-hmm.
1: but and again it's executed with such energy it's like you know it's like a it's like something firing up literally going come on let's do this uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would be one I'd love to duet with John on.
3: Yeah, would be
0: awesome.
1: I, but yeah, but when I'm faced <laughs> with the question, <laughs> yeah,
0: Lee, what about you? Would you pick a pick a different one or?
2: Uh, I'd be happy with that one. But, uh, <laughs> uh, see, in a similar vein, actually, I don't know if it's just because you just mentioned the what that song was based on, but now all I can think of is uh, Hurricane. So, Hello, mm-hmm. Hurricane. Oh
3: yeah. yeah.
2: I guess, I suppose, similar vibes, similar kind of brought out the the same kind of thing. I suppose Hello, Hurricane's more of a resilience song, really. Yeah. It's more mm-hmm. of, you know, the, the problem is ongoing and keeping facing it, whereas, mm-hmm. um, yeah, whereas the other more of a what to do after, you know? Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, both. Both. How about you, songs. Tyler?
1: What would you, what would you oh, do? Oh, man. In song on. <laughs>
0: uh i would probably i this may be the easy answer but i'd probably go where i belong just because of how great how great it is and just the feeling behind it but uh man if i was going going old school you had me thinking about that augustine song um i think so the, the first time i saw them live i so it was beautiful letdown era so i had not heard the first three albums yet until i fell in love with beautiful letdown and then i went backwards and they played, they played The Loser live, and I thought it was the coolest. I was like, because the song I hadn't heard of, and they played that, and they had the crowd do the, oh, like that part. And it yeah. was just like, all right, that's a cool song. So maybe for nostalgia purposes, I'd bring it old school.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's great. I do like the old school stuff, like Company Car as well. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, yeah, it's just got such a, like a cool, like, I think they've got a bit of a punky vibe in mm-hmm. the, older, the older days that, that yep. really – Really dig, I still listen. I mean, I think um, I think Legend of Chin is still one of my favorite albums. Mm-hmm. I keep saying that they're all my favorite
0: albums.
1: <laughs> I think it just depends on listening to. Yep, yeah.
0: I always tell people, ask me each day of the week, and it's uh, this album or this song. So <laughs> mark of a great band, right there. So
1: absolutely. I mean, what did you think of the Christmas album as well? That was.
0: Oh, great. it was great. Yeah, I especially <laughs> like the the originals. Because uh, when it came out, or when I heard they're going to do it, I was like, I hope they do like an original. And they came out with five, and so that was awesome. Awesome to <laughs> yeah. listen to those.
1: Is it is it the scra- is it Little Christmas Tree? Is that what it's yep. called? Yep, that's one of them.
0: <laughs> that's one of the songs. Yep. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, we
1: really, really enjoyed it. It was different because the first the first one I heard, it just sounded like the Beach Boys kind of mm-hmm. Beach Boys and It yeah, it's yep. a really nice vibe. I mean, hearing that when you're in the UK and it's freezing here like you know so hearing like a summer vibe for christmas you mm-hmm. really brought California into the house yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> is it cold where you are or is it, it yeah
0: uh, yeah I'm in I'm in Indiana in the state so definitely cold winters mm-hmm. but I did spend a few years in Florida so when they came out with that I was like man that, that takes me back to when it was 75 and sunny <laughs> you know in December um so that's that's cool to kind of step into their world a little bit.
1: I can't imagine it being hot at Christmas. So. Yeah. This, I don't know. In the UK, there's something about coming in into the house from being cold outside and getting a cup of tea and just mm-hmm. <laughs> sitting there with your cup of tea in your blanket. is quite nice.
0: <laughs> do,
1: do, you do, do you do tea, hot tea in in Indiana? Or... I,
0: some people do. I, I'm, I'm a coffee drinker, but yeah, some people do that. <laughs>
1: It's Yorkshire tea. Yeah. It's a particular kind of t- well, not particular, but it's a really strong tea and we have milk with it. Uh-huh. So you have a few drops of milk and it's a good brew. Would it
0: would I be like the I don't know if you've seen the show, but like Ted Lasso when they try to give him tea and he's like, No, I can't stand this stuff. I don't know if you've seen that. <laughs>
1: no, I haven't no. <laughs> I drink coffee as well. Yeah. You know, but tea makes it warm, that kind of feel That's an ugly feeling. A smugly <laughs> feeling. Yeah, I mean, it, it's amazing how one band can bring so many people together in mm-hmm. different ways. And I truly believe that they just seem to show up when you need them or when you need an answer. Yep. They just want, A song shows up and it gives you everything you need. And that's truly inspired us because we, we really want to. I mean, Hope is the Anthem is their kind of purpose, if you like, with their music.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, how they identify their. You know their mission in a way which is beautiful yeah and i think ours is being not not far off due to them you know ours is a kind of message of hope and growth because i feel like we've grown as humans mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um mentally and spiritually uh on, on this journey and they've been a part of this journey um every step of the way yeah and hearing them grow the way they have as well, again, musically and spiritually through these, mm-hmm. you know, embracing the chaos and, and and looking towards the light and the questioning. It's really helped us grow as people so as yeah. well. We're just we're just so grateful that we've we've found them, and and we can look up to them as, mm-hmm. as a new band. We can look up to them and and their accomplishments and their achievements. And again, the, the journey yet to come is exciting. Like you said. Who knows what they're going to do next? <laughs>
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Keeps us on our toes looking for more, which is awesome.
1: Yeah. Have you seen the live stream stuff that they've done? You know, the, the concerts?
0: I have, yeah. I was, uh, especially through the the pandemic, you know, I was watching all of them and now I catch them when I can, but that's just yeah. a really, really cool idea. Way to keep fans and the community engaged. And now uh, Friends of the Foot is back. And so, um a lot of fun stuff and, and I would imagine obviously they're they're writing all the time but I would imagine they're kind of behind the scenes having those conversations about what the next album looks like mm-hmm. and can't wait
1: yeah yeah us too um I remember when uh when Native Tone came out I think that's why I was confused with the album as well because it was kind of a bit more you know they had like hip-hop beats you know like with a mm-hmm. like native native song and I don't know. I think it felt a bit more pop for me yep. in, in that So, and then like it felt like all I need was on the previous one. But yeah, but that that album was was also great. Yes, yeah. yeah, I, I like the aesthetic of it as well with the old TV and you know like yep. this. It was it was also really cool. Mm-hmm. But they they do keep us on our toes. Yep. <laughs>
0: Well, I think you are going to give us another, a live cover of All I Need here in just a minute. Before you do that though, uh, let us know, uh, tell the fans what you're working on, what's coming up next and where people can find you online.
1: Sure, so I'll start with where you can find us. You can find us at www.leanandalliance.com. That's our website, but we're also on Instagram. Just type Lena and the Lions and we'll be there. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, but we do kind of live on Instagram the most. Uh, we've got plenty of our music videos on YouTube. And again, we've just released our, um, our album Second Nature not so long ago, so that's available to, there's some songs available to stream, but it's also available to buy in our, in our sh- store, in our shop. And currently, we've done some shows, but we are ready to make more music. And um, I think you'll be hearing some new music from us very, very soon.
0: Very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks so much for joining. And uh, without further ado, Lena and the Lions covering Switchfoot's All I Need.
4: Like a picture on your wall Like I'm hanging on just to fall yeah. No matter how I try So love sing to me gentle That I'm more than just accidental More than just inconsequential Burning out tonight cause you're all I need